Okay, so it was 1995. I was uh, I was about 15 years old. I just moved in with my dad. I came from Flint Public Schools. I was going to Flint Central. I bombed out my freshman year. Had to go to uh, summer school. Totally just bombed out. Um, related to a bunch of other stuff, but I um I I started going to this this new school in the suburbs. Made some friends. Eventually made friends with this guy and uh, a couple other kids. And this guy, he, he lived with his grandparents. He was really into dirt bikes and stuff. I didn't know nothing about dirt bikes, man. Coming from Flint, as a, you know, in that area, it was like a city thing. And I was raised, born and raised in like a city environment. And so going from that to riding motorcycles in cornfields was kind of a change. So we used to hang out with this kid, Doug, and his friend, Brian. And... um hung out with Brian and Brian Brian went to a different school and Brian had he lived an interesting life he didn't have a mom uh, he lived with his dad who was his dad was in like his 50s worked in the shop and um, his dad also or he also had a, a big brother who was like in his late 20s who lived with them I can't remember the guy's name and I hung out with these guys quite a bit um, as I as I continued on my high school career, I learned and kind of fell apart from this kid, Doug, and his friend, Brian, because, you know, I started changing my perception. You know, things happen, you know. Friends come and go in high school. I didn't have a falling out. just stopped hanging out as much. Um, I think Doug took exception to that. And so, you know, I started getting out of trying to go for the football team. I was on the track team. I was doing other shit. I was busy. Um, so Doug used to mess with me and, uh, he used to put, you know, he'd put toothpaste under my door handle in my car. Um, back then I couldn't afford wheels. I had a, I had an old 1984 Cutlass Supreme Brome thing was beast, dude. I love that car. Um, and, uh, he, uh, he would, I, I put hubcaps on it. And he would snatch my hubcaps. He'd put toothpaste on the door handle. He'd just do stupid shit to mess with me. Put a bead of grease on the on the windshield wiper. And this kid was short. Keep in mind. And I'm I'm back then. I was six foot three, six foot four. Um, and he was a smaller dude, but he he had that Napoleon complex thing going on where he would just he was always trying to like one up people. He was always trying to prove himself. He's had he was doing that thing that people with low confidence do, you know, and it got to the point where I'd shove him around, you know, and he, one day, him and Brian, I know it was him and Brian, backed into my front yard at my dad's house. Now, keep in mind, my dad was married to my stepmother, and she was not, you could tell she wasn't the biggest fan that my dad was slowly bringing his kids one by one into her house. So I felt like we were always uh, treading on, on thin ice with the stepmom. And we had to be careful about what would get us sent back to Flint with our mom. You know, it's like have food or don't have food. I wanted food. So to survive, you don't piss off the stepmom. Now, that was never said. It was just a feeling I had the whole time I lived there. And so, uh, and my dad actually, he did say that. He said, listen, if you can't, if you can't keep your shit together while you're here, let's send you back to your mom's, which is fair. 
So when Brian peels out in my front yard of my dad's house, I immediately, you know, terrified that I'm gonna gonna be moved out. You know? So back then in the nineties, early nineties, the big thing for teenagers to do is a thing called a works bomb. So what I decided I was gonna do was get with my stepbrother. We're gonna get a two liter bottle. And we were going to tape a bunch of nuts and bolts to the outside of that two-liter bottle. And we were going to make a works bomb out of it, which is basically toilet bowl cleaner. It's the putting shit into a bottle that will make this bottle explode, a two-liter bottle. I mean, explode, kaboom, loud. And um, it wasn't smart in retrospect, but I needed to retaliate to send a message to say, look, motherfucker, don't peel out in my front yard. I needed revenge. So... I exacted revenge by way of putting a bomb in Brian's front yard. So, drive the bomb over to Brian's house, set it, forget it, take off, drive up the road, hear kaboom, go home, go to bed. Fall asleep in the living room at my dad's house. It's far from the end. (laughs) So I'm laying on the floor, and all of a sudden I hear, it was the weirdest sound like what the hell and I'm just blanketed in light now at my dad's house his his living room actually was right on the driveway so there was a there was a sliding glass door that opened up to the driveway it was kind of a weird design um it was the house that he bought that it just it was weird and I think it was a converted garage um, or something. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. I just remember there was a sliding door, a whole wall of glass that opened up to the driveway. And you could just walk out onto the driveway, the side of the driveway. So I wake up. I'm blanketed in light. We had those bamboo, like, roll-down blinds. So it's, like, kind of piercing through the blinds. And I, I wake up, and I'm looking, and it's it's a pair of headlights. It's a car in my driveway pointing inside of the house and it's creeping toward the sliding glass door slowly and not stopping and creeping and creeping and creeping and then crash it goes through the sliding glass door peels out backward peels off down the road My dad comes running into the living room, screaming, what the fuck is going on? What the hell is happening? I explained to him, Dad, I think it was Brian. I tell him where Brian lives. Dad goes, we're getting in the van. Here we go. We go tearing off to Brian's. My dad's like, what is happening? I explained to him what happened. I don't mention dropping a bomb in Brian's front yard. Because, hey, man, that's incriminating. And I'm a teenager. I'm stupid. I'm not being honest. So we get to Brian's house. Dad sees the car sees the car in the driveway. I said, that's the car, Dad. It's Monte Carlo right there. Boom. Dad pulls up. He pulls the van sideways in the driveway. Now, their driveway was in such a way where they couldn't get out around my dad's van because they had a deep ditch on either side. So Dad blocks them in. He walks up to the door and says, hey. starts or He starts walking up to the door. When the door opens... 28-year-old brother opens the door and says, Hey, is that Jeremy? 
Brian's like, yep, that's him. That's that kid that's putting bombs in our front yard. I'm going to go get my gun. Now we're in like kind of like off in the off in the fields of <laughs> suburban Burton slash Flint, Michigan. And so like the houses are a good 50 to 100 yards apart. And it's 1.30 in the morning. My dad starts whistling. He says, run. And he starts whistling. My dad knew how to do that, that loud whistle that people do at the you know, sporting events. He starts whistling. Woo, 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 woo. He's got a gun. He's got a gun. Trying to wake up the neighborhood. We're running. We hear Brian's brother come bolting out the door. We hear a gunshot in the air. We go turn left down a road, running through ditches. Literally a foot of water in these ditches, running through weeds. We crouch down. We're hiding. I look over at my dad. I tell my dad, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I hope we don't die. And he's just like, run. And we run, and we end up at someone's house. And uh, we start pounding on the door. (laughs) Guy comes to the door with a gun. I mean, why wouldn't he? Somebody pounding on his door at 1 in the morning. My dad slides his driver's license under the door, says, please call the police. Cell phones weren't a big thing back then. We end up going back to Brian's house, and the cops end up seeing the Monte Carlo. He ended up pulling in the garage. The cops go and see that there's glass all up in the windshield or underneath the underneath the hood. Um, and it's, as luck would have it, come to find out, Brian's dad comes walking out. My dad goes, Bill? Brian's dad's like, Mac? These fucking guys have been working together for 10 plus years. <laughs> the guy ends up having to pay two grand to fix my dad's window. Never talked to Brian again. Never talked to Doug again. It was one of the most terrifying fucking things I've ever been through. I've seen all kinds of shit in my life growing up in Flint. But that night, dude, was one of the few nights I thought I was going to die. Uh... All because somebody put toothpaste under my car handle door. Unbelievable. Shit escalates. That's it, man. I'm just taking notes. I'm just trying to record stories, man. I want to get better at storytelling. Uh, I want to learn better. I want to get better at brevity and getting better at like uh, building characters and stuff. So I'm going to keep doing this. We'll see what happens. I'm going to keep telling stories about my life. Hopefully, I'm not incriminating myself somehow. <laughs> oh, dude, check it out. I went from having the flu... So immediately after, now I have a cold. This has been the most ridiculous two weeks of my life when it comes to sickness. I can't believe it. I'm going to be done now. We'll talk to you soon, man. I'll leave another note soon. Bye.